let's be real here. Hello, it is I, your hostess D, and also known as the Entertainer. And if you guys would like to skip this intro, go ahead. But for those of us who are new here, go ahead and keep listening. It is I, your hostess D, like I said, and today we'll, we will be learning about either art or writing, whatever I decide to put this intro in front of. And yeah, so like always, we will be going over some of my life, some of my stories, and we'll even be going over some raw information as well. So I hope to see you all throughout the rest of this podcast. Go ahead and follow me if you'd like, and yeah, so... I will see you all in it, and on to it. Let's be real here. Hello, it is I, D, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome back again today. And today, um, I still have my jingly headband, so I'm sorry if there's a lot of jingling going on. Um, but also today, we are getting so, so close to the release And for those of us who are new here and don't know what exactly is being released, I'd just like you all to know that it is a course. Now, while I'm still, um, I'm currently still working on the official name, and I'm sure up to the, like, final countdown of days, I will release the official name. But for now, it's a course on how to use Procreate, which is a digital drawing app for iOS. But, even better than that, I also teach in-depth how to do digital drawing, you know? Um, I teach this process that I've actually been going over in this very podcast. I teach it in-depth, and I go with you through the steps. Each section of the course is one of the steps where I teach full in-depth. Not only only do I teach in-depth how to use the Procreate software, but we actually go through two very cool projects together as you move along through the course. So, with that all being said, let's talk about art. So, art is something I've been doing for a very long time, and I'm sure a lot of you know that, either from seeing how many episodes are on this podcast, aside from, you know, um, the bra- the if you see how, ma- how many episodes are on this podcast, in, com- in combination with season two and season one, you know, I've been on here for a while, and I've been doing art even longer than this podcast, believe me. And I can clearly say that one of my favorite steps of the the digital art schematic that I have made is the After Effects step. Now, um, if you haven't joined me on this mini-podcast journey so far, you probably won't know what I'm talking about. And that's fine. Just go ahead and go back to the art process idea where we first dive deep into the art process steps. And that'll give you a general idea of where we're going from there. But basically, so far we've gone through idea, sketching, inking, coloring, highlights and shadows, and today we're talking about After Effects. Now, I talked a bit about After Effects in the color podcast about my art process, but the basic gist of it is that a lot of times I end up using After Effects instead of after highlights and shadows, instead I would do it after coloring. And... Let me let me let me say this one more time. The reason why I do it like this is because the specific After Effects that I'm using um, directly affect the color. Now, um, a few notes about this step in my lovely art schematic is number one is that this 
After Effects step is completely optional. You don't really have to do it. Um, it's not required. It's just a fun little step that I absolutely love doing. Another thing is, like I said, I typically do this after the coloring step simply because it, it, certain After Effects do directly um, affect color, and I would like to see how it looks before I move on. And, you know, this step is just very fun, especially with Procreate's tools. Speaking of them, let me go over them real quick so you can get a better idea of why I love After Effects so much and why it's just so fun to do. So in Procreate, there's this section that um, Procreate calls the Adjustment section, but I like to call it the Magic Wand section or um, also known as the After Effects section. And basically, we start off with a few that directly, with a few after effects that directly affect color. Hue, saturation, and brightness. Curves, which has nothing to do with actual curves. And I believe, um, dang it, I forget which, what, what is the other one? Oh, color balance. Color balance. We also have that one as well. And I believe gradient map is there as well. And let me tell you. Um, hue, saturation, and brightness is amazing if you want to directly affect certain colors without having to recolor anything. Just select around the color that you want to change, and then just adjust the sliders. Um, as the name suggests, you have hue, saturation, and brightness, which the hue is the base color, whether it's lime green or golden yellow or whether or not it's a deep blue, you know, just the base color. Then we have saturation, which is, which basically means you, e you either have a, um, on one side of the spectrum, you can have a dull but more realistic color, and on the other side, you can burn everybody's eyes out. And then we have brightness, which directly affects how, uh, the value of the art, which if you don't know, the value is basically how white or how black it is. You know, if it's closer to the color of the void or to the color of the sun. So, you know, uh, there's that. And then curves. Curves is a little more complicated than I can say here, but it can definitely prove to be useful in the right circumstances. Color balance. Um, it's definitely something for people who aren't like me, who just need a quick adjustment. And then gradient map is something that came with one of the more recent big Procreate updates, which is basically, um, it's not an actual gradient gradient like what you see, like if you were to look up gradient and go and see the images, you wouldn't, you wouldn't see, um, you know, those types of gradients. It's, um, it's definitely a bit more complicated, but basically you can choose which color replaces black, which color replaces white, which color replaces um, one of the middle gray tones, and boom bada bing, you have yourself pretty much a whole different, a whole new project, or um, masterpiece, whichever one you'd like to call it. And then we have some of the, I believe the next um, part of it is the blurs. Now, I call refer to them as the blurs because there's three of them. There is perspective blur, motion blur, and Gaussian blur, in no particular order. None of this, this is just from what I'm going off in my brain because honestly, I don't expect myself to remember everything, but I'll do my best for you guys. So basically, um, perspective blur adds the blur that, um, you know, it, it's, it's the name. It, you basically, you take this dot 
and you move it to where the focus of the painting is and then um, you slide how you slide up and down how much you want everything else to be out of focus um, in the artwork then we have motion blur which is its name and Gaussian blur is a bit complicated but I'll give you a basic summary basically if you had a circle let's say it's a purple circle you would have just had a basic purple circle on your screen a if you were to slide up the Gaussian blur what would happen is that is that circle would slowly dissipate off um, um, like it's blurring out like it's it's uh, it was it was suddenly it was um, it was sharp before but now it's suddenly out of focus think of it like you know you got your camera lens and everything is in focus but then slowly it starts to go out of focus more and more and more until it just it just disappears it's just gone and that's Gaussian blur and it's my favorite blur because it's actually really good for blending um, if you use it in the correct way and I'm gonna have to speed through these last few real quick or at least the ones that I can remember bloom it's basically um, something that turns whatever is on the layer into light um, and that light can quote-unquote bloom out to other parts on that same layer for example if you had a little character and you added bloom it would first bloom and like it's car big cartoony head and then it would bloom out to its body making it look like a light source um, the next thing is sharpen which basically just sharpens up the edges it's more of a minor adjustment tool from what I could see um, another one is noise noise is um think of it like tv that old tv static you would get on channels where you had basically no connection that's basically what noise is um another one is glitch which gives you several different glitch effects that are also very equally cool and have a lot of adjustments to them so much so that in my course the one that i talked about at the beginning the one that i'm making um it, I had to have it as its own video because there's so much. Another thing is liquify, where you basically do some of the craziest adjustments, and I believe it's the most it's the most fun tool in the uh, adjustments section. The next up is clone, where you can um, clone clone things right onto the same layer, and you can clone parts of things if you want to instead of the whole entire thing for example if you had a mug you could a mug that's being held by a person instead of having to duplicate the whole entire person just to erase them to have the mug instead you can just clone the mug and um real quick if i were to rank um these things in this list here at least the most prominent ones that i can remember i would say gaussian blur and hue and satur hue saturation and brightness are um, competitors for the position of most practical slash most used simply because of the fact that I've found myself lately often having to adjust colors and having to um, what was the other one <laughs> but uh, you get the point um, another one is um, the one that I love 
the best for um, yet again. It's kind of practical, but only in a certain situation, which is Gaussian blur. I don't really use the other blurs very often. And the last one, the last one that I find, the one that I find the most fun in the section, would be a tie between the gradient map and the liquify tool. I just I have really I've made really good gradients with the gradient map. My favorite being one that I call Pearl Shine. I love it so much. But the thing is is that I really do have fun with the liquify tool. So it's just it's just a pick, you know, between colors or between nonsense. That's so fun to do. And so yeah. So that's going to be it for me for today. I will see you all later. And on to the next one.